You've worked hard for what you have, your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply. Entertaining. Never been so addicted to a show between 10 and 12. Informative. You call people out no matter what they are, and you hold them accountable. That's the Mark K Show. The first hour of the Mark K Show starts now. Hey, Liz Cheney, the latest polls are in. Now, keep in mind, this is within the margin of error, but the chances of you winning the next congressional election, 0.00. Good job, Mrs. Blutarski. <laughs> There's a Mrs. Blutarski. Blutarski. Yeah. 0.0. I love kicking off the show with a good Animal House reference, don't you? What's up? This is the Mark K Show. My name's Mark K. 855-765-1045 is our number. 855-765-1045. Yeah, and I'll tell you what, man. I it's as the as the impeachment trial of Donald Trump. The second one, not the first and the other one, uh, starts today in the Senate. All eyes are on 2022. This is really, this is every single time the Democrats do something, it all points toward 2022 and what's going to happen in 2022. And I have to tell you, between Joe Biden and his and his executive orders and between the, the uh, Senate Democrats pushing through their budget resolutions to get their COVID relief package of $1.8 trillion through, and now with the second impeachment of Donald Trump, and there's also a pending censure, which we'll tell you all about here in just a minute, with all this ridiculousness going on in the Republican Party with Liz Cheney not only not apologizing, which, by the way, I read this story uh, just this morning that uh, she was asked by Republican leadership to apologize for voting to uh, for voting to um, impeach Donald Trump. She was at, pulled aside and said, look, you're you're a leader here. And you need to make sure that you're, you know, you're doing the best thing for the party and voting to impeach our president is not the best thing, is not the best thing at all. Um, and so she was asked by, uh, I believe it was uh, McCarthy and a couple of others in the House of Representatives to apologize. She didn't. She didn't. She not only didn't do that, but she didn't back down when the people in Wyoming asked her to uh, to resign, which I mean, yeah, like you have to think about it. And again, I don't know where it comes from. If everybody that listened to this show called in and said, quit, I mean, I I think I probably I'm doing something wrong. You know, probably this isn't my calling in life. Maybe I've gotten to the point and I get it. You look at no people change, you know, people people evolve. Uh, You used to think that maybe you were a Democrat. Then all of a sudden you wake up one day or you wake up in one day and you go, wow, I'm a Republican. Or you think your entire life you're a Republican. Maybe, you know, your daddy's a Republican. He was Republican vice president, Republican, all worked for worked for Bush and Reagan, worked for Nixon in the White House. Your daddy was one of the most prominent and still is one of them. I mean, your daddy's such a Republican that he shot a friend of his in the face with a shotgun, didn't go to jail and didn't even apologize for it. That's how Republican your daddy is. So maybe you just assumed I got the Republican gene. But when faced with a real simple issue, like, should I impeach the president of my own party? You uh, that's when you that's when things start getting a little wonky in your head and you're thinking to yourself, man, maybe I am a maybe I am a a Democrat after all. And it's okay because Liz Cheney has a sister who is a lesbian 
And, you know, maybe maybe she grew up her whole life feeling one way and then realized, no, I cannot I cannot uh, hide who I actually am anymore. I am a lesbian. Maybe Liz Cheney's the same way, um, only undercover. She's a Democrat. And I and I think it's okay. Just just let everybody know now, you know, let the people of Wyoming who elected, you know, now step down and say, hey, I you know what? I'm changing. I'm feeling these feelings I've never felt before. I'm feeling these feelings that make me think that, yeah, uh, I'm cool with impeaching a president for for not for not committing any crime, impeaching a president without any due process, impeaching a president without any proof at all and impeaching a president who not only didn't incite or an insurrection, but also said to everybody, hey, make sure when you go to the Capitol, please do it peacefully. He tried to not incite an insurrection, an insurrection, which, by the way, we're finding out now more and more was planned, pre-planned, planned like a lot weeks and weeks and weeks before the people that traveled to Washington, D.C. and were looking to pop there into the uh, into the Capitol building and threaten the lawmakers and raise hell and do everything that what we saw happen on January 6th. Those people, they didn't just wake up on January 6th, go down to hear the president speak and go, man. Uh, we're going to hear the president speak and then we're just going to go get some lunch and go home. No, that wasn't in their plan at all. So if you have people who have pre-planned this kind of event, had people who pre-planned this crime, had people who came equipped with whatever it took to get past the Capitol building and were dressed, you know, in their in their Chewbacca gear with their faces painted in their and their big, you know, elk horns. What, clearly, that wasn't incited by the president during his speech on January 6th. You can't incite something after it's already been planned. I'm sorry, it just doesn't doesn't work that way. But in Liz Cheney's mind and in the mind of nine other uh, Republicans and pretty much every single Democrat, that's exactly how it works. And that's why today the impeachment of Donald Trump 2.0 will begin. And this thing, I have to tell you, they even they this thing, they sat there yesterday and they or a couple of days ago and they went with a bipartisan agreement as to how this trial would run the first two hours. <laughs> the first two hours of this trial are the defense, which is basically the House managers led by Eric Swalwell, who banged a Chinese spy and is still in charge of an impeachment. He had sex with a Chinese spy who infiltrated him in more ways than one. And he's still sitting on the uh, on the on the committees for, uh, you know, uh, what do you call it? Uh, national defense. In the House, it's it's an incredible thing that's happening. He will be leading the charge for the Democrats. And then you have Donald Trump's attorneys on the right. Now, what's going to happen for the first two hours is they will debate the constitutionality of this trial, meaning the first two hours of this trial are going to be a debate as to whether or not this trial can even legally exist in the United States of America. And the Democrats are going to be like, wow, we've impeached people after they left office before. And then the Republicans are going to be like, that doesn't make it right. Also, there's other things we should be worrying about, aren't there? Like COVID relief plans, like getting out the vaccines, like uh, getting money to people, like making sure that uh, Joe Biden doesn't executive order the country away. Also, did you hear that Joe Biden is basically handing over space to China? He he doesn't care about space. He doesn't care. He's handing over space to China, which we'll get to a little bit uh, here in just a minute. And so this is where we are. This is this is this is actually good news for 2022, because I really believe that every single day the Democrats are doing more and more to make themselves 
unelectable. If you'll to make themselves, I mean, there. If you look at what happened with Marjorie Taylor Greene last week and how they spent so much time just voting her off of committees, not voting her out of the House of Representatives, not century, just saying, hey, look, we don't believe that you're fit to sit on these committees. She's still there. She still has an office. She still shows up to work every day. And as she told the Democrats, you just you just you just threw a bomb in your own uh, in your own uh, vestibule, because what happens now is I have all this free time to work on legislation and make your lives a living hell. You've got AOC who's in there lying about being being huddled in her bathroom, staring down death with, you know, with the big with the big black Coke and uh, cloak, uh, cloak, not a Coke. Coke would be great, though. Cloak and then the, and the what do you call the Sith or whatever? And she's and none of that's happening every single day. These Democrats do something else that basically beg, beg Americans to get them out of office, beg, beg Americans to put Republicans in charge of the House of Representatives, the Senate, and and hopefully the White House uh, in 2024. 855-765-1045. So we're going to get into all that here in just a minute. Also, um, you know, it's interesting because conservatives are being shut down on social media, left, right, and center. We've been shut off of Facebook for a time. We were shut down on YouTube. The president was kicked off of Twitter and Pinterest and every Mike Lindell, the My Pillow guy. You can't even find the My Pillow Twitter account because it's gone. But uh, but it's interesting that even though that even though Parler, which was heralded as a a QAnon conspiracy theorist version of Facebook, the Republicans' way of getting together and, and cite, inciting insurrections, even though Parler was shut down by this massive conglomeration of big tech tyrants, they weren't even the app that everyone was using to 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 storm the Capitol. On January 6th, and we have a uh, we have an interesting tidbit on that as well. We'll get to your phone calls. We got some more open mic messages coming up. We have some mail time, which is on the way. Uh, all that and more. So what, you're in the right place. Uh, turn up the the volume. Get a cup of coffee or whatever you want to drink, and uh, stay tuned because we got way more Marque show coming up. topic of the didgeridoo oh somebody called and said they were from australia and then that led us down the rabbit hole and we ended up on the internet looking for didgeridoo a 200 one which is exactly <laughs> that's how things happen that's how that's why we have what's that website this is why i'm broke we don't have any money because we spend it on things like didgeridoos uh eight five five we didn't buy one yet though just fyi eight five five seven six five a one oh four five is our number eight five five seven six five one oh four five we got a bunch of people online we're going to get to your questions here in just a minute but before we do i want to you know as we go into this whole because the uh the thing that happened on the capitol january the 6th and i know there's a lot of questions about it when was it planned who planned it you know that yesterday liz cheney was talking about how it's it's a false uh statement that blm and antifa were involved in this even though some of her party um you know elders i guess in wyoming believe that was the case but one of the biggest pieces of misinformation we're finding out now is that parlor which was shut down and think about this think about think about the events of january 6th the capitol gets breached and the protesters go into the capitol building they you know they they start smashing windows and things like that but no one really i mean it, it does no one's like wielding hatchets or or firing machine guns in the air yeah the one guy had the zip ties which they caught him with and people were claiming this that or the other there were fatalities which is always a horrible thing but it was a it was a, you know, to steal a line from CNN, a mostly peaceful storming of the Capitol. Uh, you know, it could have been a lot, lot worse. And it wasn't. 
Uh, however, it didn't matter because that led to this chain reaction. A couple days later, the president was removed from Twitter. Twitter accounts shut down, not just temporarily, but for good. No more Twitter for you, Mr. President. All, then it followed that he was he was kicked off of Spotify and Shopify. They shut down all the stores. He couldn't. Stripe wouldn't collect any money for him anymore. There was all these kinds of things. I mean, it was it was Pinterest, which we always joke about because we didn't know that President Trump was even on Pinterest. Facebook, Instagram, everybody canceled President Trump because of January 6th. But something else happened too. the Parler app, you may remember, was shut down. Parler uh, was was shut down, not just by the app stores, the Apple App Store and the Google Play Store, which refused to list them, even though they were the number one app. Especially when the president, the president was thrown off of Twitter and everyone went to Parler. And then Apple and, and Google were like, oh, my God, we can't have we're look what we're doing. We're just making this conservative QAnon app even more popular than it was. Let's just take it off of the App Store. And they took it off of the App Store. And then Parler started complaining, saying, what, you can't do that. And then Amazon said, well, do you want better? We're going to take away yours. You're not even going to be able to exist on the Internet because you use Amazon Web Services. And we feel like we don't want your conservative trash media stuff on our Amazon Web Services. So you have till midnight tomorrow, three, two, one, and you're gone. No more Parler. Still, still, that was weeks ago. They still are having trouble getting back up to uh, to where they were before all of this. And everybody's blaming the president. Everybody's blaming Parler. Everybody's blaming conservatives on social media for causing this riot that happened at the Capitol. But the Daily Caller, the Daily Caller has an article today that says coordinated deplatforming of Parler under question as arrest numbers highlight Facebook's role. In the Capitol Hill riot, which means that the the thousands of people who've been questioned, the hundreds who've been arrested, the uh, uh, the internal investigations that the FBI has been doing to try to round up all of the insurrectionists to try to round up all of the militia men and proud boys and, you know, just drunk dudes from Alabama who broke in to the Capitol building on January 6th. They've been doing their due diligence to get out there. They've been scouring social media and they found that the number one most utilized app and social media network of choice by uh, alleged insurrectionists on January 6th was not Parler. It was not Gab. It was not some Reddit thread that was buried under QAnon conspiracy theories. It wasn't 4chan. The number one most utilized social media platform by insurrectionists who planned and plotted to take over the Capitol building and group on January 6th and do whatever they had to do to save the United States of America and the republic for which it stands. The number one platform that they used was Facebook. Which shouldn't come as a shock to anybody. Facebook is the behemoth. Facebook is twice the size of the next largest social media network, which I believe is Instagram, which Facebook owns. So if you think about it, they basically are social media. And if you're planning to get together and travel to D.C. to watch the president speak or plan a, 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 a mostly peaceful insurrection of the Capitol building, then Facebook is is the best and most utilized choice for you to do so. And that's what they found from these FBI reports, the Department of Justice. They've done a they've done a fantastic job investigating. And when they talk to the insurrectionists, when they look at where these posts are popping up, when they see how these things were planned, it wasn't Parler. It wasn't Gab. It wasn't Twitter. It was Facebook. Yet those apps are the ones that got shut down. 
That doesn't make any sense at all. 855-765-1045 is our number. 855-765-1045. Quick break. We'll get some of your calls here in just a minute. Also, uh, we got some mail time, which I'm very, we got some big packages in here today. That's exciting. Uh, we'll do all that here in just a minute. Stay tuned. It's the Mark K Show. We'll be right back. I owe, I owe, don't take my money, Joe. Take it all, take it all, take it all, take it all. I owe, I owe. Oh, I love the hate. That's what, <laughs> that's a good, thank you. 855-765-104. I will say this. I know that, you know, I mean, I mean we haven't even, haven't even gotten to the tax loopholes and the uh, and the Trump tax cuts that I'm sure the Democrats are going to look to get rid of in the next uh, you know year or two. But the gas tank, holy cow, just one signature. Not only did he destroy tons of jobs, but I went to the gas station yesterday, filled up my tank, and it was 50 bucks. And I, that was regular old economy fuel. That wasn't even like the, the fancy schmancy stuff, like the silver or the platinum or whatever they call it. That was regular unleaded gasoline, 50 bucks. And I have, that's like Obama prices. The last time I paid 50 bucks at the uh, at the gas station for a full tank of gas was back in 2016 when I was driving to the polls to vote for Donald Trump. And after that, it just was it was down, 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 down. Eight five five seven six five one zero four. I'll squeeze in a few phone calls here uh, because I, we have a lot of people that have already been waiting very patiently. Shelly is in Wyoming. Good morning, Shelly. Thanks so much for calling the Mark K Show. How you doing? I'm doing good. How are you, Mark? Doing really well, Shelly. Well, what's going on? What do you want to say today? Well, I just wanted to tell you, in the last three weeks, I've garnered a lot of uh, media um, interest in me personally. I started a petition against Liz Cheney here to have her recalled, even though we don't have a recall law on the yeah, book. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, she, I, I left message after message with her. Nothing. She won't respond. Um, I've even had people from France media uh, people from France came in here on Sunday and sat down and visited with me and done an interview to put on French media. So it's international, but she still has yet to respond. Let me ask you, 60, yeah, Shelly, let me, how many, how many signatures? I'm sorry. Did you say you had 60, almost 60,000. Oh, that's 60,000. Wyoming. 60,000. Yeah. I was about to say that's almost that's like a huge portion of the state. Let me ask you a question, because, uh, you know, over the weekend, and we talked about this yesterday, the GOP, the central uh, GOP committee, not just the counties, um, the various counties in question, but the actual GOP of Wyoming censured Liz Cheney and asked her to resign. And she said she has no plans to do so now. I mean, as a as I assume a member of the the GOP or a conservative voter in Wyoming, I mean, how does that doesn't that make you not a pre? I mean, it almost to me is like she's slapping you in the face saying you need to be quiet. You elected me. Now, let me do my job. You don't know what you're talking about, because exactly that's how they think here. That's how they think about her. Yeah. So what is the recourse other than just voting out in uh, 2022? That's about all we can do is just vote her out. But uh, I'll tell you what. Um, I've not seen this kind of uh, a pushback on, on her uh, since she got in office. You know, that yeah. she just expects that we're going to vote for her because she has an R beside her name. She doesn't live here. She doesn't come here and, and campaign. She campaigns only to the rich people. So, you know, it's time to remove her. Yeah. No, it's going to. Who's. Uh, I know she's already got, like, I mean, there's a bevy of people lining up, I'm sure, to run against her. Is there anyone out there that you like personally or that seems to have taken an early lead in the polling? Our state senator, uh, one of our state senators, uh, his name is Anthony Bouchard. He, he's, uh, he seems to be the front runner, and um, I, that's who I'm going to vote for. Okay. Um, so, yeah, he's uh, one of the front runners already. 
All right. Well, listen, great. Yeah, whatever you guys – and this is how – and Shelly, thanks so much for the call. And thanks, and this is how it works. This is how it works. You've got people like Shelly out in that district, and she is getting 60,000 signatures on a petition to remove uh, Liz Cheney from office. And, again, Wyoming's not – not like she said, there's only 600,000 people in the whole state. So that's 10% of the entire state that she's already covered. Uh, I mean, it, it, if you can do that, if you can put that pressure on, there's no doubt in my mind that Liz Cheney, when she voted to impeach Donald Trump, basically impeached herself. It'll be a longer process. But, I mean, the, the campaign begins, folks, next – I mean, it begins in like a year. When you're, a, when you're a, a, a congressperson, the people – I mean, it's every two years. That's the blink of an eye. That's, a, that's why so many people want to make the jump to the Senate because they can go six years without having to worry about running for reelection. But it's every two years. Every two years um, that these senators and there's and there's nine more. We have the whole we put the whole list up on our website. Uh, but you've got, you know, um, all these senators that voted for Donald Trump. You've got I'm sorry, Congress people that voted for Donald Trump. You've got senators that are doing the same thing. Personally, I want them to make um, I want them to make public the votes on Liz Cheney's uh, uh, leadership position, because only 61 Republicans voted to oust her from her leadership position in the House of Representatives, even though she was censured by the GOP in Wyoming. I still am waiting to hear back from John Rutherford, my own uh, representative, to see how he voted, because if he didn't vote to remove her from the leadership position, that's that's a big question mark in my mind as to whether or not they're effectively up there, uh, you know, uh, representing conservatives that supported the president. 855-765-1045. John's in Albuquerque, New Mexico. Hey, John, how you doing? Thanks so much for calling the Mark K Show. I'm doing well, and yourself? Oh, doing great. What's going on, John? What do you want to say today? Well, I kind of feel like you're doing the CNN line with the whole QAnon thing. It's not QAnon. There's Q, and then there's Anons. It's a different. It's a different thing. Bro, okay, that is. Q, that, yes, it, that is, explain to everyone, John, the difference between Q and Anon. Well, Q is the military that's loading drops. The Anons are the people that are going and researching the things that Q drops. Got it. Okay. So, Got it. QAnon is not a thing. Okay, got it. All right. The fact that did you want to say something? Oh no, (laughs) that's how I can hear. Turn your radio down because I think what you're doing is you're listening to the broadcast. Uh, But just listen to the phone. Yeah, go ahead. What were you going to say? Well, no, I you started to say something, so I stopped. Oh, all right, all right. (laughs) Hang on one second. Yeah, I know. I appreciate that, and you're and he's he's technically right. Uh, he's technically right. I was I was definitely summarizing it the way mainstream media does. And uh, you, someone should smack me if I ever sound like CNN again. Uh, that's your job, by the way. 855-765-1045 is our number. 855-765-1045. Mary in Indiana. Hi, Mary. How are you? I am fine. And you? Oh, doing great. Thanks so much for asking, Mary. What's up? What do you want to say? Am I the only person in the entire country that sees the correlation between Joseph Kennedy and Donald Trump. Ah, Joseph int- Kennedy, he did run, he wanted to run for office. He did not, which is, I don't know if that's good or bad, yeah. but he had a whole slew of family that he put into office. Yeah. And Donald Trump, whether he runs again for president or not, he's got sons, daughters, in-laws, outlaws, Everybody, he could control this country if they all got into politics and it would all be for the better. Probably you don't want to call them outlaws. 
<laughs> but, but I understand what you're saying. And yet, look, hopefully that's the case. We've talked at, at great length about how, um, you know, Marco Rubio here in Florida needs a more conservative challenger in 2022. And it could very well be Ivanka Trump or Jared Kushner or both of them. Who knows? Um, also, I know for a fact that Eric Trump's wife, Laura Trump, is very popular in North Carolina and they need a senator here in the next two years as well. Uh, plus, you've got plus you've got, you know, Eric himself. You've got Don Jr., who I don't know if he's waiting to be governor somewhere or if he's just going to jump right in and be president. I've heard a lot of people say he'd make a great vice president. There's so many different inroads for the Trump family. And like you said, there's a lot of Trumps and they're young and they're well spoken and they now have the power of the president uh, behind them. So it, it, I could definitely see them being a uh, an iconic political family here in the U.S. Hopefully not as tragic as the Kennedys, because as you know, a lot of the Kennedys, their careers and lives ended tragically. Uh, we know we could do we could we could do without that. Eight five five seven six five one zero four five. Quick break. Thanks so much uh, for the call. We'll get a couple more phone calls squeezed in here in just a minute. Stay tuned. It's the Marque Show. This is. The Markay Show. My name is Markay. 855 is the number. 855 We have uh, some mail time packages. that We have like a lot of them today. We're really excited about that. Um, that's coming up here in about an hour or so, a little less, maybe 30 minutes or so. And also where we are, we're prepping, listen, and uh, you know, the, the trial starts today, but it doesn't start till the afternoon for whatever reason. Maybe it's because they're older. You know, most of them are in their seventies and eighties. They like to sleep in. Maybe it's because, um, you know, they don't want to go home and spend time with their significant others. But most of the work that the Congress does is in the evening and the nighttime. It always seems to be like they're 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 in the middle they're in the, like 2 a.m. passing laws. Maybe that's because we don't you know so we don't see what's going on. But uh, but they're really waiting for prime time with this impeachment trial, and that's why it's going to kick off. Uh, it's going to kick off this afternoon. Uh, it's not going to be, I don't think, as as watched as the first one. The first one, I mean, you have to remember, everybody was was glued to their screens. We all had the C-SPAN on. We were watching Adam Schiff every five seconds. We were Jay Sekulow. We were watching all these, you know, what's the uh, lady from Orlando who was really crazy? Uh, we're watching all these people because no one had really seen an impeachment trial since Clinton. And even then, we didn't have the vast network of availability that we do now we didn't have the youtube's live streaming and the facebook's and the twitter that wasn't around for bill clinton uh so it was really something that not a lot of people had seen but now i mean we just watched this whole thing last year so it's not really that exciting to have the second one so close by uh trisha's in st louis trisha good morning thanks for calling the marquee show how are you hi i'm fine oh good what's going on trisha what do you want to say um i just want to say that um as a Democrat, um, we're really happy that um, finally um, Trump is being um, brought to um, justice and our justice that this trial is finally starting. We feel that if he would have been impeached the first time, there would probably be, I know, at least six people that would still be alive and probably thousands of people that suffered death because of his um, not social distancing and bringing these rallies together that killed not only people that were Republicans, but also people, um, Americans. Um, I totally disagree with whenever you say gas prices are raised because of a move of a pin. Actually, the pipeline um, was not even um, made to do gas. It had nothing to do with gas. Um, and we would have actually not... Um, 
had as the job loss from um, not having the pipeline um, was totally overrated by the Republicans, which was wrong. The job loss was overrated? Um, yeah. Okay. Right, so okay. So we're estimated that what was it, two thousand uh, jobs that were lost, and they were Canadian and American. Right. Um, think about all the tankers that drive gas or drive the crude from Canada to the United States. All the restaurants that are used. All the. Um, actually gas right. and everything that's used okay, in the united on. states yeah stephanie this this is all great this is all great information i appreciate you calling let's go let's start start back at the beginning what you said you said you and your fellow democrats are excited that donald trump will finally be brought to justice what did you how exactly is he, how's he going to be brought to you guys failed the first time you tried to impeach him what makes you think now knowing we failed the first time because right. of the republicans in the senate well and, they're still there um, in the senate you know that right you know, the Republicans, there's still Republicans in the Senate and 45. Exactly. Of them. But what was the movement? What was the movement in the Senate? Uh, it's it was to deflect. It's been to deflect and not um, look and address the issues. The mouth that this um, this president has had, the destruction that the he's destruction? made, what did the, he destroy? the lack the lack of okay. um, action that he's taken with COVID, getting ready. The first um, week that he was in office, what did he do? He got rid okay. of the main um, cabinet that looked at um, Trisha, hold on a second. emergency I, and disaster Trisha, relief. No, I, it's no, the no, truth. No, I, I, listen, I want you to answer my question, though. What makes you think he'll be brought to justice? This case is even less uh, you know, I mean, this case is going to be what we want is him not one. to get another single penny from the United States of America. He ne- didn't take a penny for the last four years. This is what I hope that he has no secret service to protect him. He will have secret service. I, to protect I hope him. that he is not protected. All I hope he he, know, he doesn't make a penny from the United States. Again. He didn't make a penny for the last four years. He donated his he entire salary. He has made more millions of dollars. That's just from not being true. The president. He's he made. He's lost half of his in his resorts. He made money in New York. Okay. They even told how much money Trisha. he made in New York. All right, Trisha, let me, ask you, um, let me ask you one more time because we only have like 30 seconds before we have to go to break. Okay. You started this whole diatribe by saying we're glad he'll finally be brought to justice. But I want, mm-hmm. you to, I want you to prepare yourself that after this trial is over, he will be acquitted. He's not going to be acquitted. <laughs> okay, okay. I mean, they already voted, and 45 Republicans voted that this was an unconstitutional trial. But, but that's okay. Look, you do you. We were, This is an equal opportunity show, and you can have your opinion. And if you think that he's not going to be acquitted, uh, you know what? Hang on the line, because we may be able to put a wager on that. 855-765-1045. I'll bet you all my Dogecoin that I have in the world that Donald Trump will be acquitted at the end of this uh at the end of this impeachment trial. 855-765-1045. Stay tuned. More of the Mark K Show coming up. All right. So uh, we have to leave for a while there. We didn't leave. We actually just been sitting here doing pretty much nothing. But uh, but because of the severe weather, about 30 minutes of our show was preempted. So if you're listening to this later at a later date, like the podcast, for example, and you're going, why? What's this slacker doing? It's usually like a two-hour podcast. Now it's like a 45-minute podcast. Don't blame me. Blame Mother Nature because she decided to have severe weather. Also, this is funny. Josh comes back and goes, okay, severe weather's over. We're going back to the show. And literally at the same second he did that, we heard the loudest crack of thunder and the skies opened up and the rain started pouring down. I go, are you sure about that? He's like, yeah, yeah, this isn't real. This is just this is fake. 
So uh, <laughs> I'm like, all right, so we got fake weather outside. The real weather apparently is over. 855-765-1045. Now, I don't even remember what we were talking about when we last, you know, when we last, <laughs> when you last joined the Marquee Show. <laughs> um, so let's just go back. Let's just go back to the phones. This is Stephanie in Jacksonville. Hi, Stephanie. How are you? Thanks for calling the Marquee Show. Hey, Stephanie, uh, Irene. Hey, Mark. Nice to talk to you. And, uh, <laughs> Wait, you I were really trying to mess with show. Oh, Stephanie, yeah, thank I'm you so much. I'm talking to myself because <laughs> I've been sitting here listening to the severe weather report oh, for the last 40 minutes. I, I apologize. Um, I apologize. You were, well, you were talking to Tricia, who was a Democrat in St. Louis That's that was right. just seeming to get Donald Trump, you know, strung up and hung from yeah, a tree. That's right. Um, yes, that's who you were talking to. I appreciate it. Anyway, <laughs> well, my my question or point or whatever that I would like to get your opinion on is, you know, we we went through this election that, you know, evidently everyone disagrees on whether or not it was crooked. I personally believe that it was crooked. Mm -hmm. And so now it seems like Republicans, Trump supporters, everyone is just moving on. Um, I listened to your caller who was from Wyoming talking about Liz Cheney. And everybody's looking to 2022. Well, what's the point of looking to 2022 and putting all of our time and energy and money and volunteerism into an, an election in 2022 that is probably going to be a repeat of 2020 and of the runoff elections in Georgia? So what's the point of talking about 2022 when it's going to be the same thing it's, a, it's like an exercise in futility. Stephanie. So I would just like to get your opinion on that. That is a great question. That is something that a lot of people are absolutely thinking. They're all out there just like you saying, you know, here you are saying, let's look for, forward to 2022 and we're going to get rid of Liz Cheney in 2022. But what is what makes 2022 different than 2020? And I'll tell and that's right. and I, I think I have an answer. I'll do my best to answer that question. The first thing is that nobody knew, well, okay, nobody knew the extent to which uh, one party would go to win an election and gain as much power as possible. We knew that they were capable of little things here and there. We knew that they would that they would do whatever they could as far as, you know, picking people up and driving them to the polls. We knew about all the money pouring into the Biden campaign, but you didn't really know to the extent to the extent that people would go to guarantee a victory for somebody like Joe Biden or really guarantee a loss for somebody like Donald Trump, which is what it's all about. Here is why 2022 is different. And I believe that the powers that be, first of all, what we saw in 2020, and you have to remember this, uh, was a manipulation in or OK, <laughs> we saw discrepancies in the presidential election. What that means is that the the ballots for president were favoring Joe Biden more than Donald Trump, even when the down ballot races went toward Republicans. Republicans didn't lose a single House seat. Republicans didn't lose a single Senate. Well, OK, they lost two, but okay, that's that's not true. But they they won back more than they thought they were going to lose. Susan Collins, for example, uh, got reelected. We had Senate seats that we didn't think we were going to get and we got them. Uh, I mean, it was it was a tight race in Georgia down to the very end. And uh, of course, we had some problems in Arizona. But when you look at what happened, when you look at the seats we picked up, what was like something like fifth? There was another one in New York. We just won something like 15 seats now that we gained. 
cutting into the Democrats' majority in the House of Representatives. When you look at that, what that shows you is the real question mark, the real problem that we saw was on the national level because all you have to do is is get a bunch more voters, whether they're real, whether they're duplicates, whether they're they're fantasy. It doesn't matter where they come from. All you have to do is get a bunch more voters in a couple states to sway a national election. When it comes down to the state level elections like House of Representatives and Senate, it's a whole different ballgame. Because what you're going to find is you're going to find it's less likely that you can manipulate several different elections in several different House races. I mean, you're also going to have so many people watching these elections. Everybody is watching this election. Liz Cheney will not win. If she does, people are going to know that something is up. Ronna McDaniel, who got reelected as the chairman of the GOP, fine. Chairwoman, I guess, chairperson doesn't. She's She knows that if she doesn't get this right, that if she doesn't have people on the ground doing the work, watching the polls, if she doesn't have lawyers in place, if she doesn't get the laws changed, Rand Paul said for the next two years, you know where he's going to be? Well, after this ridiculous impeachment trial, he's going to hit the road and he's going to go to Pennsylvania. He's going to go to Wisconsin. He's going to go to Michigan. He's going to go to Georgia, Arizona, Nevada, all these places, Albuquerque, New Mexico. He's going to make sure that the laws are in place so this doesn't happen again. And rest assured, if anybody tries to do anything that looks like they're manipulating an election via a boost in mail-in voting or any election law is changed without the legislature in the state, which is what the Constitution deems necessary, the legislature in the state getting involved, if it's a district court judge or if it's just a party or if it's some city councilman saying we're going to do this or that, the other, rest assured the lawyers will be ready to pounce and the Supreme Court will be pressured into getting involved before, not after. It's like, you know, it's like new, people always say, oh, I don't need a security system. My house has never been broken into. Then their house gets broken into. Now they need the security system. The house has been broken into, folks. So rest assured, everybody, you, me, Rand Paul, Donald Trump, every single candidate who's running for any office, if you're out there and you're a Republican running for office, half of your job is to campaign and get the votes and tell people why you're better than the competition. And the other half is to make sure that nobody tries anything nefarious to steal that election from you. That's your job going forward. It's a different election now than it ever was before. But we are more knowledgeable, more intelligent and more informed as to how these things can happen so that we can do our best to keep them from happening in the future. I will tell you this thing. If you don't vote in 2022, if you don't vote in 2024, if you never vote again, then nobody's going to have to manipulate an election because the other side's going to win. 855 765 1045 legitimately win if you don't give like, enough people like i'm not voting they'll legitimately win 855-765-1045 quick break more mark k show on the way stay tuned i'm sweating i don't know about the rest of you 855-765-1045 hey thanks so much uh thanks so much for being here 855-765-1045 by the way we did our mail time during the um thunderstorm so if you did, if you were listening for mail time today we uh, we did it on the. You can go back and watch it on Facebook, on Twitch, on YouTube. We stream to all of those every single day, and you can see the hat. We got these lovely hats uh, embroidered with the logo, which we're gonna hopefully uh, be able to make available to you guys fairly soon. So stay uh, stay tuned for that. First though, let's get back to uh, Angel from Missouri. She wanted to talk about Trisha from Missouri, who called up and said Trisha was excited. Her and her fellow Democrats are excited that Donald Trump will finally. 
uh, finally be brought to justice. And I didn't I tried to explain to her that, you know, nothing's going to happen to him. He's not going to be impeached. He's not going to be removed from office. He's already not in office. But she didn't she was holding she was steadfast in her belief that Donald Trump would be brought to justice after this impeachment trial. Um, that 45 Republican senators have already, you know, uh, have already uh, voted is basically unconstitutional. Angel in Missouri. How are you, Angel? Thanks so much for calling. I, I'm doing just fine, Mark. Thanks for taking my call. Absolutely. I wish I could have jumped into Facebook to kind of strangle that lady, to be honest. With living in St. Louis, they're more to the Illinois side of things. And um, Missouri, whether she wants to think so or not, is mega country. Yeah. We still are supporting Trump. Sure. And we will. And and I am so thankful for Josh Hawley. I cannot tell you. I've called his office. And the one thing I can tell you is that with Trump being in office, it has motivated me and a lot of other people that when we were growing up, we just were told that the Constitution on our rights would be there. And now we're seeing it being taken away from our children and grandchildren. Yeah. And we refuse to stand idly by. So I thank you for your show. Keep telling the truth and making sure the libtards understand we're not going to be silent anymore. Well, we appreciate you guys have a good day. Oh, oh, Angel's out. She's a, okay. I was, I was going to ask her a question about Josh Hawley, but yeah, I mean, look at the thing about Missouri is that it is mo it is about as red as they come. And Josh Hawley, he's the one that has. I mean, he's been under fire. He's been in the crosshairs of AOC and uh, the rest of the Democrats for inciting insurrection since day one because he's the first one that said I'm going to object. You also got Roy Blunt up there, who's a pretty solid, uh, pretty solid conservative as well. So don't. Don't be fooled by the big city folks in St. Louis who do. I mean, they do border Illinois. They're basically they're basically uh, Western Illinois when you think about it. But I mean, what what she just said at the end there is gosh darn right. When you have something like what happened in 2020 happen, more people are paying attention and they realize that the Constitution guarantees your rights. But uh, not, you know, it doesn't mean that somebody can't take them away. And what we've seen this last year is that there's a lot of people out there who claim to be Americans, who claim to have, uh, you know, your best uh, interests at heart, who are trying to take away your rights or have already done that. And it's your job to protect them. And one of the best ways you can do that is to vote for traditionalists, for constitutionalists, for conservatives in 2022 and make sure that you vote in enough numbers that nobody, nobody can alter the vote uh, by any kind of of evil plot. Mwah. All right, we got to get out of here. Tomorrow's whatever you want Wednesday. We're looking forward to it. Hopefully there won't be any weather and stuff. In the meantime, stay tuned for traffic, weather, news, and Rush Limbaugh next. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time.